Season 2 is here of Random Ravings. I can't wait to get started. If you guys are listening just on any podcast platform, really, you are hearing the new intro music. It's, it's phenomenal. In this episode of Random Ravings, I talk about a little bit of what I think about Jojo Siwa and her coming out. Like, no, no. And also me and my friend Owen talk about YouTube community guidelines and how some some of them make no sense whatsoever. Like, at all. Uh, so much has happened since I've taken a three-week break. Can I not take a break in peace? Let's jump into it. Guys, it has... It's been a minute since I've sat down and recorded an episode of Random Ravings. Can I just say, it, fe- it feels good to be back. It feels good to be back. If you have not listened to Random Ravings Season 2 Episode Trailer, I highly, highly advise you guys go listen to that so you know what is, what's coming in this season. Uh... There's been some there's been some stuff changing in the Breakaway Podcast Network. First of all, we corrected the spelling. It's kind of a big e yeesh moment, if you will. Like Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um the Okay, some very, not big news, some interesting news that has come out recently. Uh, oh man. Jojo Siwa. You probably know her. You probably don't love her. If you don't know her, she's the girl that who knows where her hair begins and her forehead ends. I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows. But she has recently come out. She came out on The Tonight Show, actually, on a Zoom call with Jimmy Fallon. I don't approve of it. You guys know my opinion on uh, transgendered people and homosexual people. I, I'm not a fan of it. Do I love them as a person? Yes, they're always going to be a person. Do I love their the choices they have made in their life? No. I say choices because it is a choice. It is not something you were born with. It is a choice you have made. And I don't approve of it what, whatsoever, really, because she is her target audience. Let, let's see, JoJo Siwa's target audience. It's not okay. Look, it'd be one thing if she was targeting adults, but I'm pretty sure we all know that she is. She's not targeting adults. She's targeting young uh, girls, basically. Not in a weird way. That sounded weird. She's targeting 
to watch her videos, younger girls. And even though this news came out almost three weeks ago, she wants, she's saying she wants to inspire kids to be themselves. Then why don't you be yourself and be a normal human being and be straight? Just, just out of curiosity. Like, she wishes she had, oh my god, she wish, oh my gosh, oh my word, she she said in an interview after coming out on the Tonight Show uh, in US Today, she said she wishes she, that she had a gay or homosexual or transgender role model growing up um no thank you no no I don't think people should be looking oh my word like she's saying she's 17 okay she still dresses like a three year old for crying out loud She, I get it, you want to inspire people to be themselves, I feel like she's kind of turned into a whole new person through all the different fame she's gotten from acting like a three-year-old and having a hairline that is at the top of your head, at the crown of your head, like, is that even the crown of your head? Top of the head, called. But it's just why? 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 I get it. You want to come out? All this stuff. You get all this backlash and popularity and all this different stuff for coming out. But at the same time, keep it to yourself. Just because you are a social media influencer does not mean, okay, yes, it's called the crown of your head, anyway, does not mean you need to share every aspect of your life. Like, I get it, I get it. You, She wanted to, she wants to, she wants to be the person known for that, but it's just, no, no. That's all I'm going to say about that. No. It's not okay. Now all these little girls are going to be... Did she say she was trans or homosexual? Either way. She... She's in... She has the ability to influence these young girls. And I don't think... That that is, I don't think that that's the best way to influence the younger generation. Like, I get it. You want to, you want to be known as who? You don't want to be living a fake life, but at the same time... If you didn't say anything about it, eventually people were going to find out. 
or that maybe they wouldn't. Who knows? But let's let's get on another topic. I I just can't with her. I I Brittany, I can't with her. Okay. But the end. It's end of the world as we know it. Is a song written by R E M. It's a weird band name, by the way, or artist name. A lot of people were saying that that was the official song of 2020. Since when do we have official songs? Official songs of like the armed forces, the navy, all these different things. That's fine. That's fine. But when did we get official songs of the year? Like if it was the most popular song of the year or something. Maybe I I don't know. It it doesn't make sense. Um But the end of the world as we know it lyrics. It's it's an interesting song to say the least, and I I can see why some people would want it to be their uh, the official anthem of 2020. Um, let me read some of the lyrics. Eye of the hurricane, that's great. It starts with an earthquake. Uh, wire in a fire represents the seven games. What does that even mean? Well. Um, but it'll do, save yourself, serve yourself, world serves its own needs, listen to your heart bleed, tell me with the rapture and the reverent in the right, right, slam, fight, bright, light, feeling pretty psyched, it's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Like, what? Why are you fine with the end of the world? I I mean, honestly, some of these lyrics, like, are speaking a lot of truth. Like, the lyric, uh, save yourself, serve yourself, the world serves its own needs. I mean, honestly, each country's president, king, dictator, whatever you want to call them. They're serving their own needs and their own country's needs, which I guess they're supposed to serve their own country's needs. But there's a lot of presidents and dictators and commanders, whatever you want to call them. They're serving themselves before they serve the people. And it gets annoying sometimes. It's quite 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 bad for a lot of governments um it it's it's a mess in the world um i would like to say though that me and brayden if you're watching this on youtube have 21 punishments, okay? If you guys saw the Tiny Bite Challenge, you saw at the end that there was a punishment that one of us had to take. 
And we have 21 punishments lined up in the queue. If you have a challenge idea for us, just comment on any breakaway media video. And it's quite possible we will turn your challenge into something great. Um, uh, in other news, uh, different uh, companies that created the COVID vaccine are actually, they're starting to get mascots. Uh, one of the mascots is... What in the world? This, oh my, oh my gosh. It's literally a toilet paper tube with what appears to be a giant ping pong ball wearing a mask. That is what this mascot looks like right now. The, look up COVID mascot. Or COVID vaccine mascot. The, oh my word, dude. Why do you need a mascot for a vaccine next thing you know we're getting a flu mascot yay go flu like oh my word are you kidding there's a campaign going on a national campaign going on for covid19 vaccine education Experts say there's no better way to get the public involved in different things than a mascot. And in Tokyo, there is this pink cat who's wearing a mask and a shield with a big X on her torso. With the word COVID-19 under it. And she she has this giant like. She has a shield. With what appears to be the coronavirus on it. And then also a giant. What's the word? Ejection machine. The shot thing in the other hand. And it says COVID on it. This is. This is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Dude, this is hysterical. Some of, oh my word. COVID map. This got... So, in India, they have these little... Uh, giant peas. Like, giant plush peas. Not the letter P, but the vegetable. And... Basically, they've stuck eyes on it with the evil eyebrows slanting inward and they have fangs and oh my word this is hysterical hysterical oh my word no way no way you're kidding right this is real No way. So in Brazil, they have this teardrop with a mask on 
and like it's all white. The head is the shape of a teardrop. The Department of Health is partnering with some colleges to get their mascots to wear masks during the games for college football next season. What in the world? There. Oh my word. So, yeah, if you look up COVID mascot, it's mainly the Brazilian one. The giant teardrop. No way. No way. So, all over the world, they are creating giant masks to put on statues. Okay. Okay. Alright, let me let me pull up some images here. You're kidding me. They've put a oh my They've put a mask on David, on, uh, all sort. They've put a mask on bull statues in Spain. Uh, it appears they've also put a mask on a Cherokee uh, Native American riding a horse. Is that real? Did they put a mask on the Statue of Liberty? Where's that Photoshop? There's no way they put a mask on a Statue of Liberty. Oh, please hold. Okay. They put a mask on the Statue of Liberty. They are, oh my word, they, oh my, okay, they have put on mask, they've put mask on every toy Statue of Liberty that has 2020 on the bottom of it, why, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm done, I'm, I'm done, I'm done. This is stupid. It's 2021, people. I get it. COVID's not gone, but we don't need to put masks on everything. Statues can't get the virus. Okay. I'm done. I'm Bye. The clip you're about to hear, uh, me and my friend Owen, we sat down and uh, we talked about YouTube's community guidelines and how YouTube has become a progressively worse worse platform to post on. It's gotten progressively worse. So go ahead, tune in. The audio's a little uh, scuffed up and a little quiet at the beginning of this episode, but it does get better. Hope you guys enjoy.
segment, I, I don't remember what segment this is, of the first episode of season two, I'm here with my friend Owen. Hello everyone. Um, I don't know how well you can hear him, but he is here. <laughs> um, we are going to talk about, I, I mean, really whatever. I thought about having Andrew on when he was here yesterday, but... I don't know if you do this whenever you're making a video or streaming or recording anything, but there's a mood you get into when you want to record. Have that has that happened to you? Yeah, whenever I'm like when I used to do YouTube, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I just want to. I'm I'm so bored. I'm just gonna. I'm so tired. And then sometimes I'm just like, I'm gonna go make a video just randomly. Yeah. So like yesterday, I wasn't really in the mood to record with Andrew. I feel like I probably should have though, but. So, me and Owen, we were just talking, and I was like, we should record a segment for Random Ravings. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we were talking about YouTube. Not watching YouTube, but the terms of service and just all the things that YouTube does. Like, it was YouTube was a good platform to stream and put videos out on. Like, yes, it still is, but for small channels such as Breakaway Media and other small channels... The algorithm that YouTube now has, you have to choose, uh, is this video made for kids? If it's not made for kids, people can comment on it and all this different stuff. Like, me and Brayden want feedback on our videos. Like, what what do the people like? What challenges would they like to see? What's a punishment they want to yeah. see? YouTube is like, it was, a, I know it's for, when it was first came out, it even had like the uh, the motto, broadcast yourself, if you remember that. But now, it's like, before the COPPA thing happened, it was basically like half making videos, half social media, because you could comment on anything that you watched. Yeah, with the COPPA thing now, if you choose it is for kids, it goes on YouTube Kids, which is, oh, yippee skippy. But at the same time, <laughs> you, there's no comments. There's no feedback. Like, me and Brayden, we're not really sure what our target audience is, quite honestly. Teenagers or kids. Probably something like that. Yeah. But... It okay. The YouTube terms of agreement and the algorithm that YouTube has, it feels like now it is. The algorithm is almost not. They don't want more people joining YouTube. They Kinda don't want a little bit. They don't want people who ha- don't have a bunch of subscribers to be on there anymore. Like PewDiePie, Dude Perfect. Well, let's let's say Dude Perfect for example. They're targeting kids, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. They have fifty plus million subscribers. Mm-hmm. People know where to find them. That's why their videos are not made for kids because kids know where to go to find them. Yeah. Now, if you're trying to be found as a small YouTuber, the algorithm just it's not in your favor anymore. It kind of feels like YouTube just doesn't want new people. It kind of feels like they just want to continue, like, older YouTubers. Because, like, if you think about it, um, it, it would be very, very hard for someone that has a few thousand subscribers, maybe even a few hundred, or none at all. They just started. They, most people, they would probably have to stop just because it would be so difficult for them to actually keep going. Now, I, I get it why they may be... They don't want as many people because YouTube is having to pay them seven something dollars, I think minimum wage, mm-hmm. for every thousand views if they're monetized. Like, I get that. Some people are making millions off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. I guess YouTube just doesn't want to go bankrupt, which, which I completely get. But at the same time, if you want to grow your platform, 
you're going to need to be able to change the algorithm. Yeah. Such as, as you were saying, Twitch does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I don't know if you know, but YouTube, there's this thing where you actually cannot... The terms of service say that you cannot make videos unless you are 13 years or older, and you cannot stream unless you are 18 years or older. Also, real quick, if you are thir- if you're under 18, you're supposed to have parent consent. Yes. Which, like, I get that. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And there should definitely be parent consent, but at the same time, there, there needs to be a better way. It should be like you need to be over this age to be able to post yeah. and film. I think they have they have the right idea about all of this. It's just all like mismatched and stuff. Well, like Gmail and stuff, you can just create a random birthday so you're over eighteen. Yeah. You don't even. There's no way to verify that you're actually this mm-hmm. age. Oh hey, wait, wait, wait. let me just let me just take a picture of my face. Hey Google, I'm five years old. I mean, honestly, you could. Like, I don't think YouTube should do this. Th- a lot of people are saying they should ask for social security number. No. YouTube is, like, it's a great platform, but it's not the safest platform. Yeah. They're, they should not be able to hold the information they do. Like, all of Google's stuff. Mm-hmm. I, like, I think it's really cool you can use one Gmail account and link everything. Yeah. At the same time, though... How much information is being shared between those different things you're using? Mm-hmm. Like, a long time ago, when YouTube still had the motto, broadcast yourself, which I think it might still be that, but it's just not there. Um, back in the era of, like, 2006 through 2010, when it was still fairly new, everyone, people that weren't even famous, all they did was just upload a single video, we'll say Funny Vine, not even Funny Vine, like a 2008 old video, and all of a sudden, they just become famous. Like you, a one-hit wonder, almost. Yeah, like, you know, the, the trolley bit my finger? That thing has, like, millions of views. I think it almost has, it's close to a billion views. And now those kids are, like, older, they're famous, but it, it's really not that They're not different. as famous. Yeah, but they're still really famous just from that one video. But now, if you did something, like, even in this time, if you just did something really, uh, really strange and just uploaded it just for fun, you would have to go through all this stuff. Is it made for kids? Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm not trying to start a career. I'm just trying to upload one video to this platform. Or like for me and Braden when we're doing our podcast. Like, it'd be nice if we could do this for a living when we get older. But at the same time, right now, the podcast and the YouTube channel is just an outlet for us to place our thoughts. Yeah, exactly. And I think YouTube, like trending, really cool thing. You can look what's trending, what's not. Yeah, kind of like if you're if you want to make your own videos, you can see what's trending, whatever they're doing, you can kind of copy just a little bit. I think what they should also do though is creators on the rise, like Mr. Beast did for the Mr. Beast YouTube rewind. He I shouted agree. out five very small YouTubers. I think only one of them had over a thousand subs. One of them had one hundred eighty nine subscribers. But they were very small YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Mr. If Mr. Beast was in charge of YouTube, that that'd be pretty. Co- that'd be great. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind if Mr. Beast was like the CEO or like or head CEO. Or, of yeah, YouTube. something. Honestly, he would do it really well. He like listen. He made a whole YouTube Rewind 2020 when YouTube didn't do it. Think about that. I mean, also think about he 
was able to contact all those people in YouTube Rewind. It wasn't just like, hey, like through DMs. He yeah, hey, want to be in a video? Yeah, it was. The whole community of YouTube. Like, okay, there's a good and bad aspect of this. I think everything is becoming more secure, but at the same time, everything is becoming less censored. Yeah. Like, okay, not trying to get weird or anything, but Twitter, you can access anything you look up. Mm-hmm. Literally anything. I'm trying to keep this as family-friendly as possible because this is a family-friendly podcast, but you can search up some very inappropriate things on Twitter, and you will have it instantly. It's n- Well, YouTube, you have to do all this verification stuff if you're even going to search that up. Mm-hmm. YouTube security is much better than Twitter security mm-hmm. and Instagram for that fact. Yeah. But at the same time, or no, censorship is much better. But I think Instagram and Twitter security is probably much better. Yeah, I would say, if this makes any sense, YouTube is the safest platform, but it's also not the safest platform. There's two different sides. Like, sometimes it'll be super safe, and you'll, you'll find yourself some cool videos, but sometimes it'll just be not safe at all. I, I think, yeah, th- there's aspects as a viewer and as a creator. As a viewer, you're like, okay, this is a cool video, and then you go down that rabbit troll of what's being recommended to you. And then eventually you could en- end up somewhere where you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And then as a creator, it's a cool way to put your stuff out there, put yourself out there, but at the same time, you don't know who's watching. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary part. Yeah, something uh, we should talk about is uh, me, and Ke- me and Caleb were talking earlier, and I got onto the topic of, still the COPPA thing of YouTube, but about the not made for kids and for kids whenever you upload a video. So I think we should talk about that. And um, I was talking about how whenever you upload a, a video, if, I don't know if you know, but it'll ask you, is this if this video is made for kids, or more specifically, is this video made for uh, for people 18 and under or 18 and above? Now, if you try to go to the end card or publish a video, it will literally not let you. You have to choose that option. You can't put it on like neutral or anything. I, when I used to do YouTube and that this thing first started, I put it on uh, kid or people 18 and older. I didn't know it at the time, but I didn't know that I was going to attract people that weren't kids because well obviously it would um but the, the reason i did that is because if you set it for made for kids for your video it disables your comments and i'm fairly sure there's no way to turn it on and when you scroll down it's, it will say comments are off learn more and then send you to like their gu- guidelines page but when you put it for uh people 18 and up the comments are on but then the downside to it is you don't have your audience so it's almost like you literally can't do what you want and you can also in your channel settings, you can do the same option. Choose what you're uh, trying to target, either kids or, like, adults. But when you set it on kids, even in there, it's even worse. Because not only does it co- uh, turn off your comments for everything, but it also disables playlists. You cannot make playlists. And I'm pretty sure you also can't use the community tab. I, I think that kind of ties in back to what we were saying about security. Mm-hmm. If you're going to... Im- put that in place of, is this made for kids or is this not made for kids? You need to know these people's age. It's not just, hey, we're going to put this on YouTube kids. 
I mean, it'd be one thing if you select it is made for kids, it goes on YouTube Kids and disables comments on YouTube Kids, but then say it's the same on YouTube. That'd be one thing. That would be probably the be best in best in interest for pretty much everyone. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's if you're going to do it, is it made for kids, is it not made for kids, and not know the actual age of these people. I I think in this argument it gets into the nitty-gritty of how much is the government and businesses allowed to know about you. Mhm. Mm and then I mean it's obvious whatever website we visit including YouTube probably and Gmail and all this stuff they're getting information about Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about that. I think it's just a matter of there needs to be a balance. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of obvious. The government knows pretty much everything there is to know about us. Mm -hmm. When we go in for checkups, we, our height, our weight, all this different stuff is measured and then put into a system. And the government has medical records. Mm hmm I'm pretty sure they know everyone who's ever had to have a blood draw or prick their blood type. I think the government knows pretty much everything about us except maybe when when we get our groceries each day. Yeah. It's pretty clear that when this when Google or YouTube, the people that own Go uh, YouTube, it's clear when they first had this idea, they obviously thought, oh, this is pretty good. We can make YouTube a little bit more safer place and make it easier for kids to navigate around. But then it's also clear when it first started happening and they first put it in, it's clear that they were also kind of panicking a little bit. I think part of that panic was, I think, COPPA. I'm not sure the full story, but I heard something like they were going to sue YouTube for not being safe for kids. And yeah. YouTube was like, what if we do this? Then will you not sue us? Yeah. Because YouTube knew they were going to lose that fight yeah. or whatever. It's, it kind of stinks because right now they're probably thinking, okay, we have two choices. We either go out of business and people sue us and we uh, might go out of business. Or we keep our thing like this, but we probably will lose some people that watch YouTube. I think that... If there is someone out there that could create something very much like YouTube, but with good guidelines in place. Like, don't get me wrong, the YouTube guidelines are great, but some of the terms of service and stuff is very vague, mm -hmm. especially with the creating of the Google account. Yeah, and remember when we were talking earlier before we did the podcast and we had ideas about this, is I was talking about when I used to do YouTube a few uh, months back, I created a video with my friend on uh, Minecraft, just a random live stream. And I've been doing these live streams. I did four before that, and everything was perfectly fine. Now, right now, of this recording, I'm still not 13. I'm like 12 and a half. My birthday is uh, soon. But I did put in my about page that I am 12 years old, which means I really shouldn't be making videos, which I do understand. Now... When I made that live stream... See, here's stream, the thing about that. You put that in your description or whatever, YouTube doesn't care. Yeah. They don't care. Mm -hmm. If they don't care about the age of their creators, which they have clearly stated in their terms of use, why are they caring so much about the viewers? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to do... If you're caring so much about the viewers, 
you should be caring so much about the content creators and keep a more careful eye watch on them. Yeah. Because the YouTube's controlling what is being recommended. If you if YouTube is keeping this close of an eye on their viewers, like, okay, you're a kid, go to YouTube Kids. Why not just flip that? Okay, this creator is creating stuff that probably shouldn't be seen by people this age or under. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't know, create a separate app for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you're going to create it for YouTube kids and stuff, just create another platform for specific creators, I guess. Yeah. Like, back to what I was saying with the, the live stream. When I finish the live stream, um, I don't check my uh, Gmail very often, but when I finished it, I checked my Gmail around, like, a few days later, and it said I got... I'm not, I can't remember if it was a strike or not, but it said that I violated YouTube's community guidelines. The thing that really stinks about this, that annoys me so much, is it's kind of like on some, we can say, mobile apps or something. If you get banned from it, or like online games, if you get banned, some don't tell you why you're banned. If they tell you why you're banned, it's so much easier to understand. Like, same thing with Twitter and what happened to Donald Trump a while back. I think, as of right now, he's still banned. Yeah. No one knows why. Yeah. And when I was when I finished with my stream and I checked the Gmail and stuff, it says I uh, violated the community guidelines. But I didn't know what I violated. So, it's, it's, if I didn't know what I violated, How then, can you fix it? Yeah, I tried to appeal. I searched through that live stream Four different times because it was only five minutes long until it, uh, YouTube stopped me, stopped me uh, live it, streaming it. It's so weird too. Like, I get it. You're trying to create this environment that is kind of different from news media and stuff. But I don't know if you can say this or not still on YouTube. But for a while there, you couldn't say COVID, coronavirus, uh, pandemic, uh, shutdown. You couldn't yeah. say all these things. It's like, why do you care this that much about mm-hmm. those four words? If even if like you know you just said uh, like shutdown and coronavirus, I get it. Some people were saying on YouTube that cor- saying coronavirus uh, on YouTube might be offensive offensive to people that have it. But if this whole COPPA thing is about kids and stuff, then why would the word shutdown? be offensive or bad to any kids or anything. Okay, now I would get it if you were saying, like, the China virus or something. That might be offensive to... Because you're talking about China. Yeah, or just, like, a Chinese person who, say, lives in America. Mm -hmm. That might be offensive or racist towards them or something. Just like I think everyone in the United States would feel offended if we started a virus, then it was known as the America virus. Yeah. Because we're talking about our native religion. And our our country. Yeah. And everyone thinks that their country is the greatest. Like, mm-hmm. some people, North Korea, uh, <laughs> brainwash, basically, their citizens into thinking they are the best. And mm-hmm. their president and their leader is the best and all this stuff. I, th- I think, though, the YouTube community guideline, it's a weird thing, for sure. Yeah, and when I, when I tried, uh, when I got that email... I tried to appeal. The thing is, I would have so much confidence in appealing if I knew what I violated. It would be so much easier, for instance, if I violated swear words or something like that. You could bleep it. 
Yeah, I could go into the appeal and I could say, I can remake this video and I'll start bleeping everything and everything will be fine. It's like a compromise when you try to appeal. But when they don't tell you what you did, you have to try to appeal and just guess what you violated. And there's so many community guidelines. If you guess wrong, that's it. You can't appeal I again. I mean, here's the thing about YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all these different things. The people in charge of those different platforms are like, I don't like what they said. It opposes my belief or religion. Mm -hmm. Ban them. They... They shouldn't have that much power. That's basically violating one of the amendments, freedom of speech. Or the con- I forget where it is. It's somewhere. It's a law. Freedom of speech. It- It's- I- I don't think it's really- It's not gonna change. If anything, it's gonna change for the worse. Mm -hmm. And become- Even more strict. Like, it was fine as is. How many people are complaining about how it was before CAFA? Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. You want to make it more appealing for families and safer so parents know what their kids are watching. I get that. that that's completely fine by me. But at the same time, family-friendly uh, channels are stating they're not family-friendly. So they can have a vaster yeah. audience. It's almost like YouTube with this whole COPPA thing. It's almost like YouTube is being the parent. Because if you think about it, if your kids, if your kid is watching something bad or inappropriate on YouTube, then the parent should be able to go through their history and see the bad thing that they're watching. Exactly. Not YouTube. YouTube's not a parent. They're a whole community watching over a child, which should not be what is happening like i get it they want to watch out for a kid's safety but at the same time stalking kids isn't the right answer yeah thank you guys so much for listening to season two episode one of random ravings do not forget to share with your friends and follow the podcast on instagram at random ravings underscore pod and you can also if you want to listen to more of me don't know why you would head on over to bray and k breakaway on whatever platform you are listening to this on uh, leave a five-star review if you're listening on apple Podcasts. and if you have something you want me to talk about Email me at randomravingspodcast at gmail.com or go to the description of this episode and hit the voice message link and you'll hear yourself on the podcast. Hope you enjoy and tune in next time I post because I'm sure weird things are going to happen between here and then. <laughs>